0: Welcome to the Cognac Expert Calendar Podcast, hosted by Max. So, today we are with Pantiro Frère. We talk to Emmanuel. Emmanuel, how are you? Good, good, good. How are you too? Thank you. I'm great. So, tell us, who are you and what do you do?
1: I am uh, Emmanuel Pinturo, the Seller master of the Cognac Pinturo Frères Estate, based in Segonzac, capital of Grand Champagne. I'm working with my uh, my big brother mainly, and I have two other brothers who are associates to our business. And uh, I'm mainly in charge of
0: the blending cognac and selling our cognac. So, how is the work divided between you brothers? Can you can you talk a little bit about that?
1: Yes, yeah, sure. My big brother, Jean-Philippe, uh, has been working on the estate for more than 25 years now, and uh, he's in charge of the vineyard. We have uh, 40 hectares of vineyard today, all planted around Segonzac. And uh, I came back 10 years ago uh, because my parents wanted to, to be retired, and uh, I took the, the sales in charge and the cellar mastery, mainly. There are many things that we do together, like taking, working in cellars,
0: uh, harvest, and uh, distillation process as well. Okay, so basically you make everything from the vines to the bottling process? Yeah, we manage everything from the vine, vine culture, and uh, until the
1: aging, and then blending, and then selling bottles.
0: So are you a vigneron-independent? Do you only use your own harvest, or do you also buy other stocks
1: Uh, we don't buy any any barrel to another cognac maker or something like that so yeah just a punctual production
0: yes i see so i also saw that you um, released a band of four brothers vsop cognac that's rather recent no
1: yeah, yeah, this is a brand new product because two years ago we changed our brand name. Until 2018, it was uh, J. Panturo, J for Jacques, my grandfather and father. And uh, we had a brainstorming and we arrived at a new brand name named Pinturo Frères.
0: Which means the Pinturo brothers. Exactly.
1: So we are four brothers, mainly two working on the estates. And um, when we changed the name, we had to create a uh, new packaging for our, cognac, for our Cognac range. And we wanted to have something more fun. On I found the name Band of Four Brothers. This is a nice packaging, a little bit rock and roll. I wanted the term band in the, in the bottle.
0: I see. What, what instrument do you play, Emmanuel? I play drums. Ah, uh, me too yeah oh, you too great yeah me too <laughs> yeah but i'm very bad at it and i stopped playing uh, i don't know 10 years ago or so i keep
1: playing i, I keep playing as i can so yeah <laughs> cool uh, yeah i like that I'm a, I'm a big fan of uh, rock and roll punk rock uh, metal etc so i wanted to to do something different uh the other bottles are a little bit more sober a little bit classical but we wanted to be
0: to feel free of the VSOP packaging, you know? Yes, I understand. So this is also a little bit the symbol of the next generation taking over. It's kind of your... Yeah, it's like uh, we keep the,
1: the family identity, the product identity, but we want to renew
0: our image and because we are a new generation. Is there anything else you want to renew the new generation? Do you have any plans uh, where to lead the Penturo Frère house? Yeah, we modernized the, the chain for,
1: for bottling because we still do it by hand. So we invested in a machine for labels and corks. And uh, yeah, we, we'd like to renew the historical building have the historical cellar of the family, where we receive customers for tasting and visits. It's a big project.
0: Yeah, I I imagine. And we would like to buy a second still. You only have one pot still. How do you do that?
1: Yeah, we only have one still. (laughs) It's quite long to do.
0: Yeah. But how big is the pot still? How many hectoliters?
1: Uh, It's 25
0: hectoliters. Okay, yeah. So it's a new one? No, it's, a, it's an old one. That's impressive to do distilling 40 hectares with a one pot still. With 40 hectares, yes,
1: it's quite huge. But uh, until 2017, we had only 25 hectares, so it was, it was okay for one still. We had the opportunity three years ago to to get bigger because we have bought a new estate based in Segonzac as well. And in uh, one day we had uh, 40 hectares, so 15 hectares more uh, to distill this year was a pretty good year uh, in quantity so we started the earliest as possible to 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 finish on time so we started October 26th to finish we hope in the at the middle of March so you yeah, have almost five months distillation
0: wow that's very long it's crazy <laughs> that's impressive so it's very interesting perhaps also for our listeners so you will purchase a new pot still probably also at 25 hectoliters, I assume? Yeah, to have the same, uh, same reason, uh, same uh, time charge for both uh, steers, you know. But the pot still you have right now, it's not powered by wood, is it? No, 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 no. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, I was just wondering. Perhaps interesting for our listeners, how much do you have to pay for a new entire Alambique pot still? roughly between 150 200 thousand euros only for the pot still
1: yeah just for the steel all on your place
0: that's a huge investment
1: it's a huge investment yes but you can keep it for many years look we've got our steel for 30 years now it's not an investment by ourselves we need the bank Each time, (laughs) everything in our job, in our job, everything is very, very expensive.
0: Yeah, yeah, of course. Do you own all this yourself for 40 hectares? I mean, do you have your own harvest machine?
1: Yeah, we have our own harvest machine, uh, tractors, we got everything. And uh, yeah, 10 years, 10 years ago, maybe a little bit more. Uh, my brother developed, uh, a secondary activity to, to sell his service to manage other vineyards. You know? So we, we have the material for 40 hectares, so we can use it for, uh, maybe 100, 150 hectares. So we sell some, uh, some services to make the vine culture to other people who don't have time, who are close to the retirement, who have vineyard but they have another job besides so at all my brother managed almost 100 hectares so our 40 hectares plus 60 hectares to others
0: and this is probably close by all Grand Champagne around the corner
1: yeah yeah they are not so far and with harvest machine we do something like 175 hectares each year
0: oh okay yeah that's a lot yeah, of course,
1: yes, but to be for, to get a better rentability on the machine because the uh, harvest machine is two hundred and fifty thousand euros today, yeah, that's also a lot yeah yes, a quarter of a million dollars everything is expensive, everything, even if you use it for one month, two months in the year,
0: it's expensive. <laughs> Yeah, that's impressive numbers. I was a little bit surprised about the pot still. I had no idea, to be honest. Um, It's true. But it's also for producing something um, very special. So speaking of that, let's perhaps look at what we're tasting today. So what are we looking at today? What kind of cognac?
1: Yeah, I suggest a very old cognac that we have in our range. This is our cognac
0: ordage. When you say old, perhaps we can start with the age. So can you talk about the time in the barrel? Yeah, the minimum of 40
1: years. This is not my production, but my father's one for sure, but my blending. When you say blending, how many lots? We usually work with four to five different cognac in a blend because uh, we don't have all the vintages from the beginnings uh, of the family and uh, we do we try to be the closest as possible on the batch we made before to keep the identity but the problem well, its not really a problem is that we have a small choice in the in the cognacs i have to work because i'm the cellar master uh, with three four five different cognac Uh the only one um i used more cognac to make a, a more special blending was uh, secret families limited edition I made for four years ago something like that so yeah usually three four five depends on the on the results that you look for sometimes it's four sometimes it's five different cognac sometimes it could be just three but minimum of 40 years and uh, then we complete the blending with all the cognacs that we have in our cellars.
0: okay so the Really, really old cognac of your house has a little bit more in degree. I see. Forty percent. Yes, it could be maybe
1: forty-one, but I have the. I did the choice of uh, setting something like forty percent, like it's a minimum. It's a the normal alcohol percentage. Generations uh, cognac holder and secret de famille 405
0: 41 five forty-one percent. And this Ordage, I mean, um, you blended it, um, was there any specific concept you had in mind or did you just discover what you just created or how did that work?
1: Yes, yes, right. After the analysis, it was 41, 40, 40, 40.5%. 40. Okay, we live like that and uh, no reduction. But under this, the younger cognac like Hordage, uh our vieille reserve, uh, I put all of them at
0: 40%. Okay. So um, how would you describe the nose and the taste of, of this Hordage?
1: When I started to drink cognac, uh, for sure, Pintureau cognac, not, uh, not others, this one was one of my favorite because it was smooth and powerful at the same time. You know, so you have it. It's very, uh, we, I, I used, I used to, to call it, uh, velour, uh, velvet in English, velvet cognac, you know, and, uh, because of this sweetness and roundness in mouth. And it's so, uh, so long, uh, so subtle. And after powerful, because, uh, the aromas develop a lot. Yeah, we smell um, dry food like uh, nuts in the, in the news, spices, a bit pepper and chocolate. We can speak 10 minutes later to see what's the evolution of the aromas because when you leave cognac, the glass, uh, evolution of the aromas. Then we try the mouth. So, as I told you, this cognac is velvet, very smooth, very slow. It develops, uh, the same aromas, spicy aromas that you found on the, on your nose. Cacao, chocolate is very present in your mouth. Mm. And it's still a little, little bit floral. And at, at the end, some like tea and mm, uh, grilled almond.
0: Mm. That sounds very good.
1: Yeah, it's very good.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: so then, this is just my point of view on the moment. Uh, this is very subjective, you know. So other people can smell something else.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah,
1: and uh, this one is very good to to drink with a with a cigar, I think. Great. Yeah, because it's a little bit a little bit smoked. Uh, toasty but not too much so the smoke the um, smoke taste could be brought by by the cigar
0: well I think uh, we would leave it at that Um, our listeners are probably now tasting it or maybe later taste it so thank you very much Emmanuel for your time I appreciate it and uh, we will certainly uh, speak again so uh, thank you and uh, have a great day yeah you too see you soon bye -bye. Thank you for listening to the Cognac Expert calendar podcast. Click See More to read about the bottle. If you like this cognac or you want to remember the taste of it, just click Review. Make sure you're logged into your Cognac Expert account to keep all your reviews in one place. Tomorrow is another day, another cognac. Au revoir.